Praise the Lord, wonderful friends. God bless you. This is Pastor Terry Sisney, Higher Life Ministries. I want to welcome you to Higher Life Ministries podcast today. I want to talk to you today about living through the storm. About living through the storm. Now, that very phrase is a phrase that most of us don't want to hear because we don't like storms. And I'll be the first one to tell you, I don't like storms. I don't like them. But the reality is, if you live this life and in this life, you're going to experience a storm. One storm, two storms, three storms, short storms, long storms, um, uh, light, you know, storms, and then heavy storms. And just it's just the way it is. It's just life. So the best thing we can do is we can learn how to process, how to navigate through these seasons because they are coming. They're coming. Uh, I lived a good part of my life in a very peaceful manner. Uh, Didn't experience any storms to speak of for uh, most of my early life. And uh, not until I reached my adult years that I began to experience turbulence in my life and everything began to turn upside down. And everything that I was so adjusted to and so comfortable with and so uh, at peace with, all of a sudden my world was turned upside down and I found myself in the midst of a storm. And the reason I feel this is such a important word today is because we are in a storm in this nation. You may be in a personal storm of finances. You might be in a personal storm, personal storm today uh, in your marriage. You might be in a personal storm uh, in your health, in a health battle that you're going through, whether it's COVID related or or whatever it is. Uh, You may be dealing with health issues and uh, that's a storm you're going through. But we as a nation, as a country, and really in the world, we are in a stormy season right now. It is a very turbulent time that we're living in. And uh, it's foolishness to ignore that and pretend as though that doesn't exist. It does exist. It's very turbulent. It's very tumultuous. Uh, Things are very uncertain. It's very, very dark. That is truth. And you should understand that this is not a surprise to God. Because in the book of Isaiah, he told us, he said, that there would be darkness and gross darkness upon the people. Gross darkness is a like a blanket of darkness. And darkness represents the inability to see, the, the, the uncertainty of the future, and it, it's stress and worry and anxiety. It's all the things that go with not being able to know what's happening or what's going to happen, what's coming. You know, all of those things add up to darkness. And uh, we're in those seasons from day to day. We don't know what crazy thing is going to be uh, thrust upon us uh, the next day. And so it is a very uh, stormy season that we're in. But what do you do to survive in the storm? 
to make it through the storm? Well, first of all, what you don't do is you don't panic. You don't panic. Panic, when panic strikes, you start acting erratically. When panic strikes, you start doing things that are completely illogical and completely out of order and completely actually dangerous. You know, in a time of storm, I can remember when we were growing up in school and they would uh, have fire alarm drills. And uh, during these fire alarm drills, they would have us kids orderly line up and orderly, uh, casually, so to speak, walk out of the room, out into a designated place in the field, away from the school building, and uh, stand out there for a little while. It was a simulated thing. It was a fire drill. And what it was, was to try to teach us how to respond when a, a tragedy or a fire, an actual fire, a situation of, of such a, a fashion, it could be a bomb threat, uh, that if that arose, that we would know how to respond in that time and it would not be chaotic because in the chaos people get hurt in the chaos in the panic when people act out of panic then people get hurt because they start acting in a crazy fashion they start doing things they wouldn't normally do and they start doing it fast and when they do it fast there there's no order and all the all the uh, order's gone so chaos ensues and so uh, number one in the storm don't panic don't panic number two what we need to do in the storm is we have to stay with the word your stability my stability is the word of god it is so critical friends in this day in this hour that you are not receiving your input from the lamestream media <clears throat> I said it, lamestream media. It is critical that you are not receiving your input from the world. You must go to the Word of God. I, I will tell you right now that I know that there is an actual virus that has been uh, affecting people and killing people. I know that there's a reality to that. I know that my mother died from a disease long years before COVID ever came into being. And it wasn't COVID, it was a C word, but it wasn't COVID, it was cancer. And my mom passed away from that. And uh, so I understand that these things are real, but we cannot receive our information from the world concerning these diseases, concerning these attacks, regardless of what they are. Right now, the, the, the lamestream media is the voice of socialism. It's a voice of the left, and they are a propaganda uh, machine to brainwash America, to brainwash the world, actually, um, into acting erratically, illogically, and acting out of fear. Because if they can get people into fear, they can control them. Fear is a paralyzing thing. It's a controlling thing. 
And God does not want you to act out of fear, panic. God did not give us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We've got to bust that spirit of fear. So many people today, right now, they are so under the influence of fear that every action they take is based out of fear. Every move they make. I understand good sense, common sense, using your brain, using your mind, and taking precautions. I understand that those things. And I will say this. I will say uh, everybody has a right to their own choice, their own decision, whether you want a, a jab or whether you don't, whether you want to wear a mask or whether you don't. That's completely up to you. I'm not condemning you either way. But what you need, you need to have that same compassion and that same, um, same attitude toward others. I'm not going to condemn them either. They have a right to their choice. But people today are acting out of fear. I even heard about one woman who went out into the, a park and seen a mother and her daughter that were there in the park on a park bench and they did not have a mask. So she did have a mask. So she went over there and she maced them because they did not have a mask. Well, what is that? What is that? That was a woman that inflicted pain on someone else because she was afraid that they might infect her, even though she had to come to where they were to mace them. Friend, that's acting out of fear, illogically, crazy actions that are birthed out of panic and out of fear. Thank God, God did not give us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. The fear of man brings a snare, but the fear of God tends to life. The fear of God, it delivers us. That's the only fear you're supposed to have is the fear of God. The fear of God, hallelujah. If you live in the fear of God, you won't live in the fear of what's coming upon the world. The Bible says men's hearts will fail them for fear of the things that are coming upon the world, upon the earth. We cannot live under a spirit of fear. The Bible declares, greater is he that is in you than he that's in the world. And he that is in the world can be anything that's in the world. Anything that's in this world system, any sickness, any disease, any malady, any work of darkness, it doesn't matter what it is. Greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. Friend, here's the question you have to answer for yourself. Whose report will you believe? Whose report will you believe? I shall believe the report of the Lord. His report says, I am healed. His report says, I am delivered. His report says, no weapon that is formed against you shall prosper. His report says, no plague shall come nigh thy dwelling. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Now, you listen to that scripture. This is the book of Psalms chapter 91. He, he says this. He said, a thousand shall fall at thy side and 10,000 at thy right hand, but only with thine eyes shalt thou behold the reward of the wicked. It will not come near your dwelling. Hallelujah. That's something you have to lay hold of. 
You have to claim that for yourself. I thank you, Father. I dwell in the secret place of the Most High, and no plague shall come nigh my dwelling. Hallelujah. And if it does, if you do, if the if an attack comes, then you've got to take your stance on the Word of God. By His stripes I am healed. He took my infirmities. He bore my sicknesses. He delivered me. He sent His Word and delivered us from our destructions. Greater is He that's in you than he that's in the world. Whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world, and this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. Hallelujah. What is faith? Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. We live by faith. The Bible says the just shall live by faith. You can't have faith without God's word. God's word is the substance of faith. It is the material that faith is birthed from. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. What did the disciples do when they found themselves in the midst of a storm and they thought that they were going to die and panic began to set in and they, but they made the right choice. They made the right decision. They went to Jesus. Hallelujah. They went to Jesus. He was asleep on the pillow. Jesus represents the Word. He is the Word. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. The Word was God. And the same was in the beginning with God. Then the Bible said all things were made by Him. Without Him was not anything made that was made. Jesus is the Word. Hallelujah. So they came to the Word. Thank God they made the right choice, the right decision. They came to the Word. They turned off the lamestream media. <laughs> Hallelujah. And they went back to the word. They turned off all the external influences. That's what you got to do, friend. That's what you got to do. You are not going to be able to stand in faith in the in this hour we live in if you're going to get your input from the mainstream media, from CNN, from Fox, from from uh, MSNBC, from NBC, ABC, from all these news outlets, you're going to have to get your input from the Word of God. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the Word of God. Fear is faith in the devil's ability to bring bad things to pass. Fear comes by, by hearing just like faith does. As a matter of fact, fear is faith in the devil's ability. Fear is believing that something is going to come to pass. And fear is a dangerous thing because it's magnetic. Job said, the thing that I have greatly feared has come upon me. Fear is very magnetic. So the only fear you want, friend, is the fear of God. For the fear of God delivers us from evil. The fear of God, it tends to life. Uh, he that has the fear of God shall abide satisfied, the Bible says. So that's the only fear you want is the fear of God. And so... They went to the Word. you got to go back to the Word. Your, the Word of God is the substance of your faith. And the Word of God is your stabilizer in the midst of the storm. The Word of God is what will give you the ability to ride out the storm. You know, um, as I said, we're in a storm in this country. And it's the kind of storm that you can't just get up in the morning and say, go away, and it goes away. This is a storm we have to ride out. 
We're going to ride this storm out. We're going to outlast this storm. Hallelujah. (laughs) We're going to outlast this storm. We're not going to go down. We're not giving up. Somebody is living in the what ifs of life. Well, what if this happens? Or what if they do this? Or what if that happens? Or what if this? Or what if I get this? Or what if that? Friend, come on. You've got to get out of the what ifs. You've got to get into the even if. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Even if I'm going to serve God. Even if this happens, I'm going to bless his name. Even if this happens, I'm not going to give up on God. Even if this happens, I'm going to stay and I'm going to confess God's word and I'm going to believe God's word. You remember the three Hebrew children when they came to the fiery furnace and the the king said, you're going to bow down before the image that I've created and you're going to worship my gods. And they said, no, we're not. And they made a statement. They said, uh, even if, even if you put us through that fire, it doesn't matter. We're not going to bow. And if, even if God doesn't deliver us from the fire, in other words, if we have to go into that fire, we're not going to bow. We're not going to bow before this image and we're not going to worship your gods regardless, regardless. And even if he doesn't keep us from the fire, he's going to deliver us out of your hand. Hallelujah. We've got to get out of the what ifs and into the even if. Hallelujah. No matter what comes, what goes, I will serve the Lord. That's how we're going to make it through this storm, friend. You've got to get back to the word and the word will deliver you in Jesus name. We love you. Have a blessed day in Jesus name. Bye-bye. Thank you.